welcome back to another episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. I hope you've all had a wonderful Christmas. And on that, it may have been this year, it may have been a year in the past, it may have been a gift you've brought in another situation other than Christmas, but I'm sure anyone listening, myself included, would at times have experienced something like this. You're excited to see somebody open that gift. You're looking at their face, waiting for that elation in their eyes, looking forward to seeing their response. But that response didn't quite materialise. Not saying they threw it back in your face, but it wasn't quite the elation and excitement that you'd hoped for. How do you feel about that? Did that alter your mood at all? Well, what's actually going on? Before we examine ourselves, let's examine them. Firstly, they won't know that they're supposed to give that crazy response. You're expecting it based on your values. So your values may well be that in that situation, that's where you give that gratitude. Whereas their values may may sort of dictate that they've actually shown that to you many times in the past, but in different situations where you've actually thought, oh, it's okay, it was nothing, it wasn't a big deal. But based on their values, what you did for them at that time was very important. The other thing there is the gift itself. Where you analyse in their mind, their soul and their values and doing something that's important to them or where you're basing that expected response on your own values. So therefore you brought that gift based on what's important to you because we're all unique. We all have a unique set of values that's kind of like fingerprints. It's important to analyse ourselves and our own values to have a fulfilled life. So in that moment, if you actually look at our response, why is it important to us to see that response from somebody else? Why are we letting the response of somebody else dictate our happiness in that moment? If we actually look at that and analyse it, firstly, we can see, hang on a minute, it's not that they're not grateful for this. They're expressing it in a way that, that we wouldn't. That's all. And that elation, they've expressed at other times. Because those things are important to them. And what is it that is causing us or, or my, me, my soul, to have this kind of like need of acceptance or praise from somebody else in that moment? What, what void is lacking there? where that, that suddenly becomes important to me because I'm expecting their acceptance to fill a void. I need to feel that security from them to be happy. So what is it that I am kind of lacking in my own life or disowned in my own life that I'm therefore needing the other people to fill for me and I have a fear that if they're not there, they won't fill it. So I'm doing things to try to make sure that I'm keeping them there to keep this void filled because my happiness is somewhat dependent on how they're feeling. Why is that going on? You could learn a lot about yourself from analysing that. I'm now going to move on to passage 8 from book 2. 
Failure to read what is happening in another's soul is not easily seen as a cause of unhappiness. But those who fail to attend to the emotions of their own soul are necessarily unhappy. Okay, so to segue into that that quote, I started by using a, a gift analogy and a example where failing to analyse what's going on in somebody else's soul, i.e. their values, actually led to you feeling a little unhappy. Whilst that may be one of the rarer cases of it, I then went on to touch on the main points which is that it actually is in failing to analyse your own soul that causes that unhappiness. Because if we step back and start to examine why we felt that way in response to their response to that gift, we can actually see that it's down to us lacking something or disowning something in our lives that makes that sort of praise from somebody else important to us. So let's think about that. If you're completely happy with all aspects of yourself and you wouldn't sort of change anything at all, you know, so the good points, the bad points, it's all perfect it makes you who you are, then you're not going to be out seeking praise from others to feel good because you're completely happy in yourself. When that actually happens, you will find that that kind of sort of response, praise, gratefulness for you comes anyway as a result of that, of being true to yourself. What tends to happen though in life is that we do kind of live somewhat dictated by the values of other people. Okay, so that could be our parents, it could be social influences, friends, family, partners, whereby we feel that we should do things. We feel that we should act a certain way. We feel that we should be doing a certain career. Um, You know, there are so many people, for example, who end up doing sort of jobs, possibly, you know, as a result of uh, many years in education, leading to a career path that they feel they should be doing. Perhaps because it's their parents' expectations. Or they may be doing certain things, you know, with friends in the evenings or what have you because they want to be accepted by friends. They feel they should do these things when really they want to be doing something else. And, you know, how many people get to like 40 and, you know, start feeling a little unfulfilled in life? They don't necessarily go and change their career, but they're working to then seek short-term pleasures. You know, work seems like the chore. They're snoozing the alarm. They're going, doing this job, doesn't matter whether they've been handsomely paid for it or not, but they just don't feel fulfilled. So they're therefore seeking rewards, be that in the way of food, the comfort of somebody else, um, you know, depend on someone else for happiness in the evenings, basically seeking material things to feel pleasure. Now, what's happened there is probably since a young age, that person has lived in accordance with other people's values instead of being completely true to themselves. So in that situation, that person probably goes home from work and isn't really continuing their work. And when I say that, I mean something related to it. Do they have signs all around their house of 
sort of signals lead it that would you know tell people what they do for a living for example if i were um working let's say as a lawyer because my parents wanted me to and i could be doing brilliant at it but i come home each day and i'm just wondering why what's it all for why am i not happy i fail to analyze my own soul And I'm going to take the situation I'm in right now recording this podcast. So I've come home from work as a lawyer and I'm wondering why I'm not happy. And then I'm looking on my desk and I see philosophy books. I see a calculus book. I see books on ancient Greece. Now, does that not tell me that I'm not being true to my own soul. I've not analysed my soul, sorry, and being true to myself. Because our own values and what's important to us are all around us. But again, we tend to go through life getting caught up doing things that we think we should be doing because of what other people may think. What will someone think if we do this or we don't do that? I have to do well in these exams and get that job because what will my parents think? What will my colleagues think if I just suddenly leave and decide I want to do something else? When you're true to yourself and you're doing everything in accordance with your own values, you're ultimately going to be happy because again, like I touched on in the previous uh, episode, as Aristotle once said, the key to real happiness isn't is, is to not have a need, sorry, for short-term pleasures because you're living a life that fulfills you. So if you're living in accordance to other people's values, whether it's doing social things that you don't really want to do but feel you should and feel the need to fit in, there's a void there, not being completely happy in yourself, so you're needing to get this acceptance and um, you know, f- basically feel get the happiness from other people. Um, similarly with your work, it's are you doing it for the acceptance of your parents? You're therefore not being true to yourself. You're going to end up unhappy because ultimately, if you're not aware of what's going on in your own soul, you're going to find yourself seeking rewards. Most of us just think that's life. We think we're supposed to just go out to work to then be able to spend that money on things that bring pleasure into our lives. When really, if you analyse your own soul, what's going on in there what what are you excited about when you wake up in the morning what do you want to do when you come home from work when you've got a day off how do you feel it what do you do what kind of books do you read all these things will like help tell you what's going on in your own soul and when you start living that life that's fulfilling to you when you're analyzing your soul in every moment even if somebody else has hurt you okay what was going on in your own soul? Why do you feel that way? Is it really a reflection of yourself or them? Is it because you're resenting something in yourself that you've disowned? If that's the case, you're now analysing your soul. You'll probably see that that person therefore came into your life, not to hurt you, but to make you have an emotional response that therefore meant that you reflected upon what's going on in your own soul, realised there's a part of your life that's been disowned, and start to take control of that area of your life. And as you actually spot those signals and act on them, you start to get rid of all those voids. 
And in doing so, you become completely happy in yourself because you don't have those voids. The other thing as well is that what's important to us in our own soul is often dictated by the voids that we've had when you know throughout previous years. So that thing that hurt you may well then create a value in the complete opposite, a reflection of it. So if, you, if you've been like felt some bank, you know, at any point been really, really extremely unhappy because of something someone's done to you, whilst in analysing it, it's a reflection of you. Why was that so important? You, you'll probably spot loads of things that you would probably change, but it will probably also therefore create a value in happiness that you want to use to help other people. And if you understand what's actually gone on with you in that situation, but hang on a minute, you're now grateful for that situation because it's helped you own that part of your life. And it's also created this value that now fulfills you. Without that happening, that value wouldn't have been created. You're now grateful for that experience. The gratitude you feel for that experience means that you're in a position then to help other people in a similar situation and you want to do this because of that value that's been created, you can help them see a different perspective without going to the, the sort of pain and turmoil that you may have done before analysing your own soul. You can get them to look at their, their soul from a different perspective as well. Look at the events that's happened to them from a different perspective. Get them then to realise what's going on and start living their life in accordance with their values, what's important to them, and to not have voids in their life as well. Guys, thank you very much once again for listening. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Please do keep the great reviews coming and sharing the episodes as well. I really, really appreciate the awesome feedback. Um, the more that I get, the more I'll keep doing these episodes as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you.